Hello, this is Father Michael Eads from the Toronto Oratory, and you're listening to Lexio et Oratio, a short spiritual reading podcast followed by a reflection. Mother Teresa, come be my light, the private writings of the Saint of Calcutta. Chapter 11 continued. Section 5. Make me share with thee thy pain. Letting Jesus have a free hand with her continued to be the measure of her self-giving. I was very happy to go to confession, but as usual, nothing to say. Pray for me, that I may remain at his disposal, she wrote to Bishop Picacci. This constant surrender brought with it a steady share in Jesus' pain. In April 1963, she wrote to Father Nooner, How very kind of you to write. Yes, Father, Lent is nearly over. The passion of Jesus has passed by, without even touching my soul. My meditations are like everything else. They are so meaningless. Day after day, the same thing I repeat. Maybe only with my lips. Make me feel what thou hast felt. Make me share with thee thy pain. I want to be at his disposal. The opening went off very beautifully. We have one brother. The second is coming on Easter Sunday. It is wonderful to see and hear the reactions of the priests here. Strange. But... They all seemed pleased, at the same time, they were expecting this to happen one day. I am praying for Nirmala. Jesus will take care of her because she loves him in his distressing disguise of his poor. She may still go back to Pune one day as an MC and do great things for God with her generous nature. I am glad you are on holidays. We began our spiritual holiday retreat on the 15th for the novices and on the 16th for the professed and the superiors. I will not make mine this time. I wish I could go somewhere alone, to be alone with God, even though he may not want to be alone with me. Thank God you keep well. My throat has been and is still giving trouble. The best is that it does not pain when I talk, only when I drink. So I keep on all the talking, sometimes three or four or five instructions a day. The sisters were delighted with the instructions I gave them on chastity. I don't know where it all came from, but it has made the vow of chastity the most lovable and the most natural vow for a religious to make. I wish I could feel what they feel. Never mind. I am very happy and keep a big smile for all. Pray for me and ask the theologians to pray for me. Throughout Lent, and in fact throughout her life as a missionary of charity, Mother Teresa's prayer, Make me feel what thou hast felt. Make me share with thee thy pain was being answered. Was she not experiencing the agony of Jesus and also the agony of her poor? While she was living this ordeal, 
made ever more strenuous by her ardent longing for God, she fulfilled all her duties with her habitual fidelity and cheerfulness. And she exhorted her friend Eileen to do the same. Give your life of love for Jesus with great joy. For what you have is all his gift. Use it all for the greater glory of his name. Keep close to Jesus always with a smiling face so that you can accept what he gives and give what he takes. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Angels of God, our guardians, dear, to whom God's love commits us here, ever this day be at our side. To light and guard, to rule and guide. Amen. Most sacred heart of Jesus, teacher of teachers, have mercy on us. Saint Philip Neri, gentle God of youth, patron of thy own, vessel of the Holy Ghost, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Why is chastity the most lovable and most natural vow for religious to take? And why was Mother Teresa able to give all these talks when she was in such darkness, such desolation? Well, first of all, about chastity. A religious is a person who has consecrated themselves to God, made it a more intense consecration of their baptismal promises and is in the technical state of having at one moment for the rest of one's life vowed to God a chastity that is never to get married b obedience to one's superior and c poverty the sisters would eventually take this special vow of the free and wholehearted service of the poorest of the poor and Mother Teresa says among these vows, the religious has a special love, a special natural connection with chastity. Why? Because a religious wants to be dedicated to God, set apart for God. A religious wants to live her whole life in union with God, in dedication to God. And by making a vow of chastity, by renouncing once and for all the great good of marriage, the religious frees her heart for the Lord. What does St. Paul say? The married woman's concern with the things of the world, how to please her husband, and her heart is divided. Whereas the unmarried woman, not having that responsibility of trying to please and make happy an mere man, is able to devote her things to the things of the Lord. You see, there's an inner connection between the great consecration of the religious to God and this state of union with God, this state of being holy gods by the vow of chastity. It's lovable because it, it's what frees her for the life, and it's most natural because the whole movement of the religious life is to belong to God, to be totally his, and to have him be totally yours. And isn't that what marriage is? And so the religious realizes, I can't be totally belonging to a man and be totally belonging to God. 
And so it's kind of natural for me to renounce all these men. It's natural for me to renounce the great good of marriage in favor of this spiritual and spousal bond with Christ. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.